Magneto Funky, number 13. It's Monday, March 27th, 2017. Hey, welcome. I'm Larry, in the pursuit of grid power to the people. This week, we look at wind power for the SRO dweller, and the music is gritty garage surf guitar, opening with 100-foot wave by London existential rockers Tojamura 7. I got a hundred foot wave I got a hundred foot wave And it's drowning me now And I'm never going home Foot Wave by Tojimura 7 from the album Shores of Darkness, released almost exactly a year ago. Cool. Oh, all the tunes come from the Free Music Archive, from bands that don't have extensive bios or upcoming gigs, but hey, so what? Anyway, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, a weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music, 
and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, after Bronze Age Mini Solar, next we're going to tackle the other big renewable resource technology thought out of reach of apartment and SRO dwellers. Windmills. Well, okay, that's the old school speak for wind turbines, specifically micro wind turbines, a small but significant corner of the wind energy market. Yeah, market, because generating and storing capacity is ownership of a commodity, even piggy bank size. Micro has been around long enough that you can approach it from whatever angle. I mean, you can buy it, build it from scratch, or repurpose and recycle. And there's lots to choose from. I mean, you got horizontal axis wind turbines with propellers and spirals. Uh, You got vertical axis turbines with Darius, Jiromil, Gorlov, and Savonius blade and wing designs. Uh, You got portable units for backpackers. Now, those may be fine in the wild, but I don't know about setting one outside a homeless tent in the city. I don't know about that. Uh, But these are all designed for outdoor use. They have to be sturdy enough to handle a stiff breeze, but light enough to operate at low wind. My projected turbines just need to handle a 10 mile per hour wind maximum. So I can focus on scale. Uh, The cool thing is all of these designs can be done at home, built around little stepper motors. And I really like the vertical turbines for that. If I were making a unit to mount outside a window, And if I had a window that was out of knucklehead range, that would be the project. But I'll do a start from scratch build later. Okay, Uh, we'll pick this back up on the flip. Okay, uh, back to the stage. Continuing the global jam with The Machine Stops by Misery Slims over in Manitoba, Canada. Oh, that's Brady on vocals and rhythm guitar, Randy leads and bass, and Wade on drums. This tune was released in late January and mixed and mastered by Simon and recorded in a cold cabin off a shallow prairie swamp lake in Manitoba. Isn't you ever dreams? There's a lot of 
Okay, uh, next up, a short, sharp tune, Eponymosity, a 2012 release by Let Me Crazy, a band that formed in New Orleans in April 2006 and disbanded in Huntington, New York, July 2012. Uh, the members, let's see, Chris Baltrus, Jake Freeman, James Hagmeyer, Chris Morell, Jimmy Doyle, Russell Heimowitz, Ron DeMay, Eric Malam, Sam Gentle. Uh, they all currently play in, I guess, a band called Beechcraft Bonanza. Cool. Fuck, I'd like to get kissed hey, on the fuck. Okay, uh, next up, it's some um, Dark Surf, Shaman, by the Vivisectors, a psychedelia surf band originally from Russia who relocated to Brooklyn. Uh, that's the founder, Mike Vivisector Antipow, Ivan Antipow on bass, and Brooklyn native Ronan Berry. The band has become famous for their gulag tunes, combining sunny surf music and Russian prison songs. <laughs> they keep the dark side of rock and roll alive and current. And I might come back to them to do a Halloween show. <laughs>
Hey, Geek Note. Well, to make a long, epic, and deliciously shouting fright a fucking A story short, a lot of people can breathe easier for a minute as the nightmare of hellish healthcare wasn't jammed through the cornhole in the dead of night. Yeah, the only thing's missing, a couple of roofies, a frat house bedroom, and a graphic video. But, hey, weekend's over. And we still have a big, stinking, horsefly-sized pile of constitutional crisis on our hands. With a SCOTUS hearing that's actually progressing. You know, I can easily imagine a President Hillary, uh, the actual election winner, being immediately investigated upon inauguration, with that alone being the reason she wouldn't dare try to fill Scalia's seat until she's completely exonerated, because we might have to impeach. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me you rat bastards don't have this plotted out in a memo somewhere. Oh, and by the way, fuck you, P. Grabby, for tweeting about the London attack and ignoring the New York terror attack by one of your red-hat Jethro's. Hey, fuck his actual name. There should be a black ribbon tied to the White House fence for every damn person killed by you and your Make America Great Again motherfuckers. Come to think of it, if all of us continue to light a fire under Pumpkin Führer and the rest of the Nazis, a Godwin's Law can go to hell for the duration. If we stay in the streets and continue giving Dems in Congress some spine, and if y'all would just stop being so damn Wall Streety, you'd rediscover your balls, we might just make this lazy mofo quit from embarrassment before being impeached. Because, you know, the one thing he hates is to be in a courtroom dock and have to hear this. Your Honor, could you please instruct the witness to answer the question? Uh, anyway, let's just run the dates. Okay, let's see. March the 28th. In 1979, a nuclear accident occurred at Unit 2 of the Three Mile Island Nuclear Power Plant outside Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It was the worst U.S. nuclear accident to date, but no radiation injuries were identified. And let's see, March the 30th, at Alley Cat Books, 3036 24th Street, down here in the Mission District, Loria Mendoza, winner of the 2016 Michael Rubin Book Award, has a book release shindig for her story collection, Life's Too Short, starting at 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Paraphrasing from the award judge, Loria Mendoza writes with fire and guts. Her words are alive and remind us with each syllable, so are we. Cool. Okay, March 31st, uh, quite a bit going on. Uh, Out here in California, that's Cesar Chavez Day. Let's see, in 1903, New Zealander Richard Pierce reputedly flew a powered, heavier-than-air machine some nine months before the Wright brothers' more famous and well-documented flight. Pierce built a high-wing monoplane powered by his design of a petrol engine. Accounts vary, but his flight was probably about 350 yards in the air, though uncontrolled, ending with the machine striking a large hedge. Uh, And also, the 31st, it's Monday Mascots and Whammies, featuring Jamie Lynn Fletcher at Chateau de Paris. 
And she just sent me her latest album for inclusion in an upcoming jazz episode. Uh, Jamie Lynn, oh yeah, we go way back to Sundown Lounge. Another event on the 31st, Trans Day of Visibility, Love, and Resistance, happening at the Soma Arts Cultural Center, 934 Brandon Street, downtown, from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Across the country and internationally, there's been an increased visibility of transgender and gender nonconforming communities. But last year goes down as one of the most dangerous years for trans and GNC people, with alarming rates of violence, homicides, and suicides, specifically impacting trans women of color and youth. Uh, the community celebration is presented by Trans Employment Program at the San Francisco LGBT Center, uh, by Trans Thrive at API Wellness, and many other community partners. And one of these days, we'll get the message through to a lot of knuckleheads out there that trans people, gay people, they're people, period. Anyway, uh, Saturday, April the 4th, uh, in Chicago, the Tallgrass Writers Guild will present Poetic Voices in honor of National Poetry Month at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time at Let Them Eat Chocolate. 5306 North Damon Avenue. Uh, the featured poets are prize-winning authors Maureen Connolly and Janine Ravenswood. Uh, let's see, April 4th. Yeah, we know what else happened on April 4th. At CCSF Art Gallery, an exhibit by Chris Kaler, uh, award-winning San Francisco artist and illustrator. Uh, that date's going to be his reception. Uh, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, his work has been featured in The Atlantic and Popular Science, uh, lots of international ad campaigns, and he's the artist behind the comic Legend. The City College Art Gallery is located in the Visual Art Building V119 on the Ocean Campus. The gallery is wheelchair accessible, free to the public, and just a few blocks from the Balboa BART Station. Also on April the 8th, we have the Slam Cabaret, hosted by Slam Pappy Mark Smith at Henry's Double K, 834 South Jackson Street, Mount Carroll, Illinois. Now, the open mic starts at 7 p.m. Central Daylight Time. The doors open at 6.30. And Mark is going to perform, along with special guest poets, direct from the Green Mill. Nice. If you got promos, pluggers, gig info, and art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets. Download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, and practice? Well, back to my brilliant idea, which comes from those DIY videos, which almost all have a scene where the micro turbine is placed in front of an electric fan 
and acid tested with the motor. Now, I just plan to stop there and use the doohickey as a secondhand AC charger. Now, the average non-sealing medium-sized multi-speed fan apparently puts out a 5 to 12 mile per hour spread. Coincidentally, the early micro turbines needed a 6 mile per hour breeze just to start spinning. <laughs> and I think that became the low speed marker some DIYers still shoot for. Uh, so, this project will be to MacGyver together a bunch of small to mid-sized PC fans. Well, like 8 to 12 various sizes. And arrange a configuration to the wind field produced by my small shop fan. Uh, PC fans are abundant and relatively cheap. They're already modular and they spin on ball bearings. Uh, they're lightweight and I could even make uh, a vertical turbine with a matching pair of them. And I found a place that sells old stock computer parts in bulk. Uh, the place is called Pacific Geek. Yeah, it's online, but I can use it to help me price out stuff before I go local scavenging. Apparently, it's a great resource if you have 5, 10, 15-year-old computer equipment that you still want to run and you need parts for it. And check out some of the many plastic bottle and cardboard models that work just fine outdoors. Uh, since I'm not doing the memo anymore, some of the videos that I go through for my research, some of those I'll put up on the Facebook page. Okay, next week it's a closer look at the solar charge controller, the personal grid component, that gets you a step away from the main grid. And as always, the show is neither related to or endorsing any video producers or product vendors in any way, yada yada. Okay, uh, one more tune. BRB, Rapture by DA Dad, a pop fuzz rock band from Nyack, New York. That's guitarist singer Vince Camarista and drummer Jep Jep Jep. They formed in 2010, and the tune was released in 2011.
Well, that's it for this week. Magneto Funky is a twelve twenty three Studios joint. You can find the show and subscribe on my pod page, Facebook, Internet Archive, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Mixcloud. Email me at mfunkyzine at gmail.com. The show themes, Rocket Power, and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Additional audio from freesound.org. Next episode on Charge Controllers is set for Monday, April 3rd. I'm Larry. Trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.